Hi everyone, my name is Jeria. I'm 20 years old. I'm a second year student of media and culture and I'm part of the acquisition committee for this study association off-screen. And I'm here with Bloom, who is a media and culture student. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, um, would you like to intro introduce yourself a bit more in depth and like how old are you and what year are you in and what is your thesis topic about? Okay, well, my name is Bloom, as you said before. I'm 23 years old. This is my fourth year studying media and culture. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm taking, well, actually, I'm going to be taking three and a half years in total to finish the, the degree because I'm finishing now. Uh, well, with submitting my thesis uh, a few weeks ago, I finished. Um, and my thesis is about uh, documentaries, uh, well, actually about women in Mexican documentaries, like violence against women in Mexican documentaries. Oh, that sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very specific mm. topic, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I chose the topic because I went to Mexico in exchange, so that's why. Oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> And yeah. how did you choose your thesis topic? Yeah, well, I was in Mexico on exchange uh, in my second year. Uh, was it? No, it was my third year. It was right before the whole corona crisis. Like, I actually came back last year uh, in the beginning of 2020. Uh, so I was there in Mexico. And when I was there, um, I realized that uh, feminism was really alive there. And there were so many street demonstrations going around. But mm -hmm. I also realized that there was, like, a big... Uh, yeah, it was like the media were saying one thing. The media were like basically saying that the women shouldn't be so violent in uh, like proclaiming what they wanted. Uh, and on the other hand, there were like feminists going out on the street and uh, yeah, being in big demonstrations and uh, yeah, like for right to abort for abortion and against like rape and stuff like that. But while they were protesting, they kind of were like painting on buildings and breaking stuff down. So basically, everybody was angry on the women for breaking stuff. But on the other hand, the women were saying, well, this is the only way we have left to make people listen to what is happening to us at the moment. So that interested me a lot that there was so, yeah, such a big, uh, well, discordance between what women were saying and what the media were saying. So I thought I want to do some research on that, like on feminism in Mexico. And of course, because I chose the film, uh, yeah, direction in media and culture, well, it had to be about film as well. So I thought, well, documentary in Mexico is really happening right now. So I want to see how women uh, in relation to violence against women are treated in documentary. So that, that's how it happens. And what type of questions did you ask, ask yourself when choosing the topic? And how was the process for you? Yeah, well, I really wanted to do something that I was really interested in because I thought I have to spend months with this topic. So I don't want to be bored about it after one month. So I was really like, I, and I wanted to do it about Mexico because I spent a half year studying there. So that was the first thing that I, I thought, yeah, I want to do it about Mexico, but what was interesting, interesting in Mexico. So that was basically how I started. Okay, what, inter what interested me? What like moved me? What yeah, made me think about things? What is something I would want to know more about myself? And of course, because I did, I want to do it. I had to do it about film as well. I was like, asking myself, okay, what are interesting Mexican movies that I've seen maybe a film that moved me, a topic that seemed interesting to me at some point. So it was really like finding my own interest somewhere. And like, I'm, yeah, I, I'm quite feminist as well. So I was also interested in the whole subject with women as well. So I, I was like, how can I put the subject of women in Mexico in my thesis as well? Because that's something I also was interested in. 
so yeah that's basically how I was starting to ask myself questions about what like was something that was really interesting for me and something that I thought that was interesting to do more research about here in the Netherlands as well because I also didn't want a topic that was too distant for Dutch people because I was like yeah it's going to be about Mexico it's going to be very vague but everything that's about Mexico is always about drugs so I didn't want to do it about drugs so but like how I was trying to do something original but also not too weird for people to understand and in the whole process of starting with your thesis around how long did it take you to fully commit to your topic a while yeah that took me a while because uh it was such a broad topic i knew i wanted women i wanted i wanted documentaries and i wanted mexico but yeah that's like a massive topic and you cannot just do that so i started with watching a lot of mexican documentaries i like uh, subscribe myself to a sort of Mexican Netflix with a lot of documentaries and I just started watching and I started like looking up the 20 best Mexican documentaries of the last 10 years and I just watched all of them like every night I was watching Mexican documentaries until I just found a few that were interesting I thought maybe I can do more research on these documentaries so I think well we started in September with the whole thing but and then there was some point that we have to had to like make our whole plan like the whole thesis plan at that point, I still wasn't completely sure. I was sure about one movie, but the other one, I was like, I'm doing this movie because I cannot find a better one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at some point, you just have to like commit yourself because if you just keep on watching new movies, I had to say to myself, okay, now you stop watching new movies and you're just going to work with what you have and I'm just going to do it with this. So I think it took me more than a month to commit to my, my topic. <laughs> yeah. And was there like a deadline to choose your topic? Well, my in my group there was sort there was sort of a deadline, and also uh-huh. a bit, they wanted you to have a broad topic, and then you can narrow it down while you are yeah while you start writing. Because like I already said that I wanted to do something about women in Mexican documentaries, but I still wasn't sure about which documentaries I wanted to analyze for my thesis. So um, yeah, they wanted you to uh, to make choices, but they were not really forcing you. I didn't come to the point where my uh, where my teacher had to say to me, okay, now you have to make a choice. Because I I sort of told him what choices I had. And then in my head, I was still like thinking, is this the right choice? Shouldn't I do something else? But to my teacher, I was kind of clear on what the choice was. But the whole process in my mind sometimes wasn't as far as it seems on paper. So there was a deadline, but it wasn't mm-hmm. that fixed. Because your teacher understands it's a process. And while you're doing research, sometimes you can come along another movie or another mm-hmm. theory that seems more interesting I even had friends around me that were still changing a lot of things on the last weeks of their thesis because sometimes when you're doing your anal- analysis you just realize you need other things to back it up with so I think there is a deadline but it's not that fixed as it can be and was there like some type of outline you followed to write your thesis yeah there was there was on campus there has this uh, they had like a, an outline uh, that you could follow and also some sample thesis from people last year that were in the same work group and had like yeah not the same topic of course but also about documentary because my my work group was documentary actually it was Dutch documentary but you could do something else about documentary as long as you kept it from documentary so we had some other thesis that uh, but also I think that our teacher left us a lot of freedom to just yeah work our own style of course, you had to have a theoretical framework and your analysis, and then you had to interpret it, of course, because, yeah, mm-hmm. with film, it's, yeah, it's, they expect you to an- analyze, analyze films, because we have been doing that over the 
whole course of media and culture in the second year, so uh, you would you will notice as well. So they expect you to do that. But in terms of how you interpret your analysis and how you explain it afterwards, you have a, quite some freedom actually. But sometimes that was also not the best because then you were like really doubting, am I doing this right or should I do this another way? So there was quite some freedom actually. Mm -hmm. And are you currently doing your thesis or did you already finish with it? I just finished it, but I'm still waiting on the on the grades. So I still didn't mm -hmm. know how I did it and if I have to like maybe do it again or something. But I, I didn't think so because I worked a lot on it, but I just finished it and... Uh, the deadline was the 15th of December, so it's, it's mm -hmm. done now, finally. Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> and yeah. where were you when you were writing your thesis? And how much time did it take you to do the whole thesis, yeah. the whole process? Well, it took me some time to get focused, because in the beginning, you're like, I have so many moms, and I can do this, and it's actually mm -hmm. just one essay, so I can, yeah, in the beginning, you were still doing a lot of other things, but I think at some point, I also was kind of, lucky for the corona crisis because I just really didn't have anything else to do and I <laughs> at one point it was just like okay well now I have to write my thesis every day because there's just nothing else I work in a restaurant normally while well, restaurants close down at some point so it just there was really no other option for me to well actually restaurants closed down at the end of the thesis that I was doing but for most of the time I just had not so much other things to do so I think the last month it was like at least five days a week but not the whole day because I cannot focus the whole day but like I was working a lot on it at the last point but mostly from my house so because there, mm -hmm. there were really not so many other places to go to. And did you have like a certain plan or schedule that you follow to write your thesis to kind of like organize your personal life with your academic life? Yeah, I did that because they, they give you, like, you have to enter a plan with your thesis, like an outline, how you're going to do it. And also you have to, like, give a planning. And mm -hmm. my idea was that I would do, like, uh, Monday and Tuesday, I would do six hours. And then Thursday and Friday, another six hours each day. Um, so it's six, 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 six. And then you have um, Wednesday, I had my meeting with my supervisor. So uh, then I had like four days that I was doing six hours and one day that I only had the meeting with my supervisor. Uh, so I had for like free time, I had at least Wednesday afternoon and I tried to get the weekends for free because also because my boyfriend, he works during the week. So at least we had some time to spend together uh, in the weekends. So uh, yeah, that's how I tried to organize it a bit. But uh, I have to say that during the last weeks, it didn't go that way. The last two, three weeks, it was just every day. Because you just feel like you can use all the time you still have because you want to make it better and you want to make it like you want to improve it again and again. So mm. there were, the last week there was no weekends or no free afternoons for me. <laughs> and do you think that the topic that you chose will help you um, after you graduate? Well, yes, I think it might because I'm very interested in Latin America and in Mexico in particular. Um, and I think that your thesis, they're going to look at it if you apply for a master. So I think that if I apply for a master, um, yeah, my master might be Latin America orientated. So then if I have a, a bachelor's thesis about something Latin, about Latin America and I have a good grade for it, well, that might help you to see what you're interested in. It gives, like, if you apply for a master, I think your bachelor's thesis gives people a good idea of like what kind of person they're accepting into the master and what kind of like interest you have and what you want to focus on and what you want to work towards in your yeah in your future career so I think it will help me and it, it 
yeah, it, I learned even a lot more about Mexico even while I was studying there before, but I learned again new things and I really like that. Uh, that's really cool. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking to do uh, my thesis um, also related to the country where I'm from because I'm from Peru, so <laughs> I cannot oh, get what you cool. mean. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think that's a really good that's a really good idea. Actually, I also was lucky because I was in Mexico mm. um, and I speak Spanish, so I had like a, a whole academic database of like <laughs> Spanish books and articles. Yeah, you have like more sources. Yeah, Peru. that's true. Yeah, like Latin America is a massive continent with so many good universities and so many good scholars. So I had like a lot of like I was studying at the UNAM, which is like the the big university of of Mexico City. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I could just like use the whole academic database there, and just I had um, a lot of sources in Spanish, Spanish as well. So I was never short of like, yeah, sources because I find I could just like research in in three languages, in Dutch and English, and in in Spanish, and then I could always find something. So that was really lucky. Uh, it's really cool that you were really passionate about your topic. And do you think that um, there are like reliable sources that you have to uh, use for your thesis? Like what yeah, criteria yeah. will you uh, for sources? Use? Yeah, for sources exactly. Well, I, I at some point I kind of um, started renting books from the library, and that was not a very good idea because at some point I just had five books that seemed interesting to me, and I was like, I will never have the time to read all this. So I mm -hmm. would really recommend to keep to articles, and maybe if you find one or two books that just keep showing up in articles that you're reading, then see if you can rent or read that book somewhere. Or, or maybe just one chapter of that book that can always be very helpful, but it, just don't lose too much time on reading and reading and reading because there's always more theory to, to read and there's always, like you can always uh, study more and more about this, uh, about a specific topic. And then at some point you're going to lose yourself in the theory. So I would really recommend to keep to like a bit short sources like articles and recent sources as well because you're analyzing movies and it's like yeah film theory changes all the time and film history is pretty short actually so if you use something from the 1950s it might really not be useful anymore especially for my topic which was related to feminism and feminism in the 1950s or 1970s was really not where it is now so I really needed recent sources that are not too hard and so and too long and so I would really like try to narrow yourself down at specific theories as well, and then try to back that theories up with articles. And big books are not really that useful as I thought they would be in the beginning. You should just lose yourself reading them. Mm -hmm. And who did you contact when you felt stuck in the whole process of writing your thesis? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I had I had some support network for myself. I had my best friend who uh, finished her thesis last year. So she mm -hmm. kind of knew what I was going through and she also read part of my thesis. Uh, I had my mom who's a writer. So she really helped me like with mm -hmm. the structure and the grammar. If I was really stuck with that, I'm like, mom, can I maybe send you this piece? And if you really don't understand it, I know something is wrong. So, and then I had a few friends who were also writing their thesis at the same time as I was, which was really nice to like, especially in the last week when we were like, really stressed all of us we could just text each other and be like only a few weeks left only a few days left and I also read their th thesis and they read mine so you could really give each other feedback at some point and yeah they do the same studies as you so it can be really useful to have people around you that study the same thing because they will understand your theories because my mom can read my thesis but she will never really understand well she'll do her best of course and she was really helpful for me but there are some like very specific media theory related things that she might not understand because they're just yeah, specific, but people that study the same thing as you, they're really like, 
yeah, they can really help you. And then also I had my boyfriend who was there for my emotional breakdowns when I was like, oh, I'm not <laughs> going to make this in time. <laughs> yeah, we had a, like, there were two, I had two emotional breakdowns. So that was, I think I kind of managed to keep that in control, but they were both with my boyfriend, so. Yeah, it can happen, I can yeah. imagine. <laughs> and yeah, well, well, at some point you just think you just messed up and then it's just like, <laughs> you regret your topic and you just think that you're not going to finish it. So that was just twice, but I think that's fine. And what do you think that are is like the most important criteria that the TCC is checked on? Well, what I said, be passionate about your topic because you're going to be like living and breathing that topic for a few weeks, especially in the mm -hmm. end. Um, in the beginning, it's still like, yeah, something you combine with your social life, with everything. But in the end, you're just going to be so done with it. So you just really have to find something that you can, you always want to read more about. You really, really are interested in because Just don't do something because you think you will please your teacher with it. Because in the end, you're not going to please anyone with it. Because it's just going to be so boring that you just don't want to continue researching on it. You just really have to, like, feel it. And just, yeah, read your sources out of really your own interest. Because that's, that's really what I did. And that really helped me a lot. And if I wouldn't have done that, I think I just would have skipped a lot of sources and be like, I don't want to read this because I'm just bored reading it. I'll just do it with what I have. But if you really do it about something that you really love and really like, and I think that's my, yeah, what helped me the most to, yeah, what you said, choose something that has a personal connection with you that you really are interested in. Mm -hmm. And well, for meeting culture, um, do you think that it's enough to, for example, focus on a group of films? Or do you think that it's important to look for a, more like broad subject? Well, I think it can really help you to choose one or two or a few films to analyze them more in depth. Because also I noticed that that's what we really focused on during media and culture, doing film analysis in the second year and stuff. I could really use some texts and things that we read during, uh, yeah, during those courses. Uh, and that was really useful for me. If I would have done something broader or something different, then I might have like, yeah, It would, be, it would have been more difficult to find all my sources because I wouldn't have known that well where to look. And now I could just go back through old essays and old courses and sometimes reuse a few things that I said. Or, and so I think it, it can be very useful to pick a few films. Uh, I think one is not enough. Well, maybe, but I think one is, yeah, not that much. Maybe two. I did two. Uh, I knew some, someone who did three. And yeah, I think that, Focusing your topic on a specific media object, uh, as in a movie or a documentary, or a few of them can be very useful. Mm -hmm. And how early did you advise to start thinking about the subject? Well, when I was in Mexico, I already thought, well, this might be something I want to do my thesis about. So this, mm -hmm. is, I, I think that while you are doing your studies, like your second years now, you can just like maybe some essay you write or something you like you have to research at some point you're like hey this is interesting you can always write it down or keep it in mind and be like at some point I'm going to need my thesis subject and then I still know what I'm interested in because I did that in Mexico actually this uh, I already started was started I did some research in Mexico about this too for a course but and then I could use this research as well for my thesis later on so I think it's always interesting to start like thinking about it but I really uh yeah I really thought about the real topic the summer before starting to write so I had something in mind because you know you have to do it at some point writing your thesis but like a real concrete theme uh topic I, I did that in the summer before writing so not that far ahead 
And did you have like your own personal strategy strategy that helped you to be more productive? And if you had one, could you share it? Like, for example, did you work on just like a specific days or like every day, few hours? Uh, well, for me, it really, well, of course, I was during the COVID thing. So I think it would have been very different if that wasn't because I normally during my whole uh, bachelor's, I used to go to cafes and study there. Well, that was not really an option for me because mm. um, they were closed. Uh, so now I found out the library, which was pretty late into my career to find the library out. I don't know. But I was so happy I did because you could book there uh, three shifts a week. And I did the 10 a.m. until 7 p uh, no, until 5 p.m. shift. So that was three days a week that I had this like fixed rhythm to like uh, get up and go to the library and be there the whole day. And I also uh, used to go there with a friend or sometimes I met people there. And it's really motivating to see other people studying around you. At least that works for me. Yeah, because when I, you're all by yourself that. in your room, you get distracted. Like your room has so many other things to offer than that's not studying. Like you can be like, oh, I, let's, let's put in the TV, or let's do my laundry, let's have some food. And if you're sitting in the library, you just can't. So, so that was really helpful for me. And with having three days in the library a week, like I was used, normally, I was more productive during those days. So, I set like specific goals for the days that I was not in the library. I was like, okay. Today, I have to finish this piece. It's not that much, but I have to finish it. And then sometimes, like, it took me, like, eight hours but because I was chilling and watching a series, like, in the middle of it. And then I had to stay up at night because I said to myself, I had to finish that piece. And then, like, other days, I did it in three hours. And then I have, like, a free day for the rest of the day. So I was way more productive in the library, but I can imagine that other people cannot, like, work in different ways. So. Yeah, I can I can personally personally relate to that because I feel the same yeah, way. Yeah. It can be pretty mo motivating to be in the library because you see other people working and then you feel like the pressure yeah. somehow. <laughs> yeah, you feel the pressure because you're there with your snacks and your coffee and your like whole thing and you don't want to sit in your phone the whole time while you're there. So yeah, it's true. It's completely true. Well, yeah. those were all the questions. Uh, well, okay. thank you so much for giving your time to answer them. It was really interesting to le learn a little bit about your topic. I'm really excited that you chose a topic related to Latin America. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> I've been to Peru as well, actually. I've been there, so. Oh yeah, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really cool. It's nice yeah, to but... hear that um, other students are interested in Latin America and to learn them more, more yeah. about like our history that's really cool actually well um it was nice meeting you so well, yeah. bye <laughs> yeah, okay it was nice meeting you too bye